Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host, and we've been talking about embracing supernatural experiences and having our supernatural and other senses tuned and always comes back to learning to hear the voice of the Lord clearly and with confidence. So let's just start and focus on the Lord with peace and quiet and calmness. Now right now you may not be in a place where there's peace and quiet and calmness, but you can still be at peace and quiet and calmness. This is one of the aspects of learning to walk in the Spirit that we focus on is that we are not going to be, in our knowing God, we're not going to be dependent on our circumstances. That our way of knowing God is an inner way that manifests itself outwardly. So we know him, spirit, soul, and body. Very often, our outward circumstances are the last to change. Now, he'll often get our attention in the outward circumstances. And that is kind of a problem for Western Christianity, is that we have a problem in our circumstances, and as soon as those problems are solved, we just keep going. We keep going with our regular day-to-day and routine and consider that what we are, how we are approaching God is working. When, when really all it is is we are responding with a shallow response to something God is trying to draw our attention to. And we've talked many times about how Ultimately, there are the three areas of our lives where God gets our attention, in finances, in our health, and in our relationships. So if something keeps coming up, or even different things, in especially if it's just one area, odds are really good that it's the Lord trying to get your attention. Not always. But regardless, you know, there's, it's a foolproof approach that whatever you're dealing with, if you take it to the Lord and ask him, you can have and have confidence that you're hearing him clearly and you know how to test what you're hearing and you know how to act on it, which is what we're, we're learning to do here, then even if you misinterpret something, you're going to come out with the right answer and the right direction and the right way to go 
the right relationship with God. Always comes back to our first response is, Lord, is that you? And the better we get to know his voice, again, when you answer the phone, if it's somebody you talk to all the time on the phone, they don't have to say, hey, it's your, you know, your sister calling. You know, if anything, it's, hey, it's me. Because you recognize the voice. And a lot of times because you're expecting a call, there's something going on, you want to talk to the person about, that's the way it is with the Lord. He, He wants to, there's always something going on, and he always wants to talk to you about something. Now, there's going to be times when He talks to us in different ways, but he always makes himself known because he is known to you through your spirit. Now, I want to address something kind of quickly here, but a lot of newcomers really struggle with the whole idea of disciplining yourself, of going to the Lord and asking him how how long should I spend on doing this, you know, waiting to hear on you, or how, you know, what kind of supernatural experience to ask him for, whatever it is. And there's a real struggle of not being able to do that, not being able to meet those expectations. Just going to give you an example. Say you go to the Lord and ask how long, you know, whether it's per week or per day, let's say it's 20 minutes per day. You ask the Lord, how, how long should I spend just being available for you to sharp-tune my, my senses, be available to learn, to be changed, to be healed? And the Lord says, 20 minutes a day. And maybe, and we go, okay, great. And, and we write it down and we put it somewhere in our schedule. And... The first day, we find some place to put 20 minutes. And in by 10 minutes in, 5 minutes in, we're thinking about what else needs to be done during the day. And we get frustrated, and we don't try it again for a couple more days, and then we go, okay, we're really going to try hard to do this. And we fail again. We can't keep our mind centered on what God wants us to center on and you know we can't rest we get interrupted so many different things and then we feel guilty maybe that wasn't God we heard maybe this isn't for me after all we just go back to what our comfortable circumstances are our uh, comfort level is and really what I would encourage you is rather than than trying to upend your your schedule. A lot of people have no problem. Just, okay, whatever, Lord, I'm going to be able to put this in. A lot of this has to do with temperament. A lot of this has to do with schedule, how you approach your time. But really let yourself off the hook. Don't think of when God gives you a time or an assignment that you have to be, you have to do it perfectly the first time. In our example of God saying, I want you to spend 20 minutes a day with me without 
anything else going on, just be available to me. First, do start asking when, you know, think about yourself. When is a good time? When is a good time for you to spend time, quality time with God? There's sometimes when it's usually not good, and that's like right after a meal or right when the kids are getting home from school. There are times when it's not good to do other things. So you can go, okay, I'm not going to try to schedule it between, you know, right after dinner or right before I go to bed or, you know, certain times when you know aren't going to be good. And can you schedule them for different times during the day, depending on the day? Absolutely. You can do whatever you want. Because the goal is not to fulfill a mandate or meet the standards that God gives you. The goal is to know God. But part of what this exercise does is it starts to reveal to you where you're spending your time, how you're prioritizing, and what your values are, what your expectations are, what you think you're going to get out of how you spend your time. Because if you think that spending time with God is not going to result in knowing him better, odds are you're not going to do it. Or if you don't really know what that means, knowing God better, you're probably going to find other things to do. But let me just encourage you that if you have any desire to know God more than you do now, that desire is from him and will be satisfied by him. And he alone meets our needs. He alone gives us contentment and joy and rest and peace and all those other good things that really make for a fulfilled life. And so this process might start there for you. You might need to go, okay, now what do I really want from God? From a relationship with God. And I'm not talking about salvation. I'm not talking about changing your community or ministry or what's going to happen after you die. I'm talking about your life here and now. Do you think knowing God will make your here and now life better? And whatever your answer is, I want you to spend some time with God about that. Let him reveal to you what the desires of your heart are telling you. You may have a lot of problems in your life that you need to solve. God has the solutions. They may not be easy. They are simple or quick. But he 
loves you. And so his answers are going to be the best thing for you. You may not even like them. But he loves you. So the answers and the solutions he gives you are going to be reliable and trustworthy and will affect change in your life. So wherever we're at, when we're starting to approach a new thing, we find out about some things about ourselves. Like we don't like giving up TV or how we spend our time. Or we don't want to have to make room for for God. Since he's always there, when we call on him, he should just be available. Well, he's always there. He's always available. The challenge is, do we want to have an on and off relationship with him? Or do we want to cooperate with him? as he meets our deepest needs for love and acceptance and value and significance and peace and rest, those things that truly give us contentment that have nothing to do with what's going on in our circumstances, where we can be depressed and have victory, where we can be having success and have it not expose our greatest faults where we can have the confidence that we are being changed by God and that he loves us and that he knows our end from our beginning and every single day in between so as we start a new endeavor and if you can't Say God, again, gives you 20 minutes, and you can only do two. Great. That's fine. Tomorrow, try again for 20. If you, you know, say you get interrupted, or you pick the time when, okay, it's not good, just try again tomorrow. Don't give up. Don't just push it to the side. Because what you will learn is it will give you an objective opportunity to look at how you spend your time, how you spend your life, who is in your life. And the more you can objectively look at your life, if you're doing it in this, again, in this kind of context, God is going to enlighten you. He himself will draw your attention to the things that he is putting his finger on. The distractions, the lies. He might start touching on dreams and and desires that you have left drop by the wayside. And he might start reminding you, this is still something I want for you. So let's say there's the 20 minutes and you you get two minutes in and you just find you can't even sit still. Great. Ask the Lord 
Is there something else going on here? Is this all, not just me, but is there an attack from one of my enemies? The world system, peer pressure, time, or the devil, not wanting, you know, accusing me, tempting me, deceiving me about the value of this time, about that you're not really real, God. Every aspect of everything we do in relationship to our life here has an opportunity in its kernel at its core. So then also our flesh, our soul can be an enemy. Our desire to control our own lives is probably one of the greatest obstacles to living eternal life, the Christian life, living and moving and having our being here on this earth now, walking in the Spirit. You can't live out of your soul, the strength of your soul, and out of your spirit at the same time. We could say that you only have one throne in your throne room. You, your soul, and God can't be sitting on it at the same time. God, that's where God is a jealous God. He said, you are mine, and he will not share you with another, including your own soul. Now, it's only you and he that know what your real challenges are. But if we give him every opportunity to deal with those challenges, he would much rather deal with those challenges quietly, privately, personally, rather than expose issues where they cause you to lose your job or a relationship or where your temper starts becoming out of control or emotional baggage just becomes too much for you. His ways are best. He is the way and the truth and the life. He's got everything you need, not just to deal with your issues, but again, for abundant life. And you and I, <coughs> excuse me, we really don't know what that's like. Very few of us have experienced being, being around someone who is extru- truly experiencing abundant life, everlasting life, eternal life. Christ-centered, Christ-dwelt spirit life. So most of us don't even know if it's worth it. So start where you're at. If that's one of your big challenges, take it to the Lord. Lord, is it worth it? No, you're asking me to give up this. Let's let's just say it's in the process of you looking at the 20 minutes a day. Lord starts putting his finger on, you know, you get to, you know, you head off to work 
early so you can swing by the coffee shop to pick up coffee. Then that takes you 15, 20 minutes. He starts putting his finger on that and says, instead of getting in the car to swing by the coffee place, I want you to, just before you get to work, just spend time with me. And that might start, but I love my coffee. I love that routine. I love, I get, and it's, it may start you on the course of what else do I need to change? And it could just be getting ready an additional half hour early. But when we start responding to God of the little things, he doesn't need to trip us up with the big things. And that's why even some of these little things can seem so hard, can stir up big issues. They're meant to. Those big issues were always there. God exposing them doesn't make them there. They were always there. So don't get distracted by them being there. They were always there. But God wants you to be free from them, from any entanglements. Any, excuse me again, any entanglements that your soul is engaged in is a place where your soul is restricted from being united to your spirit. So God wants your soul free. He wants your emotions healed and free. He wants your mind healed, believing the truth and free. He wants your will, your chooser, to be free, all to be joined to spirit, which is already healed and free and joined to God. So it's not that really that big of a surprise that as you even start doing these little things, big things come up. Those big things were always there. And it's good that they're coming up with the little things, with these little changes. Be appreciative of them. Thank you, Lord, that you're dealing with the little things, the little foxes, rather than waiting for them to burn down the whole house before they're exposed. And don't get all guilt-ridden or angsty about it. Just go, okay, what changes do I need to make? And then make them. And yes, we do all have this issue about, okay, God's going to heal me and make these changes so I don't have to do anything. Well, part of your existence here on this earth is you do have to abide by the laws of the natural realm. In other words, we are all bound by gravity, by time, by the things that make our body run, like food and air and water. 
So one of the things that God is teaching us is to have dominion from our spirit through our soul to our body over this natural realm. So yes, you can say, I am no longer going to spend my time this way. Instead, I'm going to spend it this way. Not in any, okay, now that makes me more spiritual, because it doesn't. It's simply your body cooperating with the spirit that is flowing through your soul to your body. Hopefully that makes sense. It's not an either or. It's both. Try it both for a while. The Lord says 20 minutes and you can only last two. Now one thing, a great way to do this, to find out is if he says 20 and you have set aside 20 minutes, and you get interrupted by a phone call or somebody coming in talking to you. Okay, you know, have a, have a timer out. Okay, you got interrupted in two minutes. That means you still have to do 18 minutes. You don't just get out of that because you were interrupted. And what that will do is you will start going, okay, I need to really guard that time and be better at disciplining how I schedule my time. And again, all these other things will come up. That's great. You want them to. Other things that are going to start to come up is how you view God. How we how you view prayer. How you view the whole concept of waiting on God. So often the concept of waiting is God, on God is Okay, God, I'm going to lay my concerns down in front of you and wait for you to fix them. That's not waiting on him. That's neglecting your responsibilities. We are joint heirs with him. We have inherited a heritage and a new nature that we have to learn. It's like if you wanted to, if you're learning math and you're, you're stuck on a math problem and you go, okay, I'm just going to fall asleep with my head on the math book and expect to be able to learn how to do that math problem because your head was coming in contact with the book. You, there will be effort that you need to participate in. And it is the process that brings into light the areas where we are believing lies or have wounds that need to be held, uh, healed or misconceptions or other interference from, again, uh, the world system, from the devil and his little buddies, or from our own soul, from our own strengths or weaknesses, or our own misconceptions. The process is so vitally important. 
we want to value it. And even these simple little things, like setting aside 20 minutes and having it interrupted, okay, how do I need to change that? Following it through until you can get that 20 minutes. And then going back, Lord, I'm not going to be able to do it the same way every day. Is that okay? And he might come back and say, no, there is a 20-minute block that is available to you if you are willing to put aside and make other changes in your life. Then you go, well, really not. I don't want to make those other changes. And that's when, that's when you get to really have that, what do they call it, a come-to-Jesus moment. And that's when you're going to really find that your soul wants to maintain control. It's not you. Don't you feel guilty? You are already one with God. It's your soul. Your soul has been maintaining control over your life and doesn't want to change that. And isn't it funny, isn't it it great that we can experience that that over something as small as a 20-minute window in our time, how we spend a small period of time? And it may be something that you really think is important or is maybe even as important to God or maybe involves other people. This may take you a long time to work through, may take you years because it may depend on other people, but it may be the most important thing in your life, getting resolution in that one area. So don't compare what he's doing in your life with what he's doing in other people's lives. Whatever it is, work through it with him. So I hope that helps. Hope that for for the newbies out there, don't think anything is a small thing. Everything that God is doing in your life is exactly what needs to be done. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week, and hopefully my voice won't have this little hoarseness. Um, But again, if you have any questions, just drop me a line at dianeattherainersclub.org or through Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.